Well, hello, my friend. How are you? Welcome to the High Anxious Podcast. I am so glad that you have joined me. I am really excited to share about an experiment that I've done over the last quarter or so to help me feel less overwhelmed. I find that overwhelm is something that as anxious high achievers, we can really struggle with. And there are some simple, practical things that you can do to help ease that. And today I'm going to share about one that I have tested out myself and has um, gone really well for me and worked out. So stick around. I hope that you enjoy this show. Hey, are you a high achiever who struggles with perfectionism? Do you get stuck in the cycle of overthinking? Do you do everything for everyone else because you think otherwise it won't get done? Do you feel like you should come with a disclaimer? Hi, I'm anxious. (laughs) Hey, I'm Katie. Full disclosure, I'm not a therapist, doctor, or mental health professional. I'm just a career mama who also struggles with anxiety. For me, anxiety reared its head at the most inconvenient times, when I wanted to be present with my family, at those high-pressure business meetings, when I was laying in bed awake at night worrying instead of sleeping. I just wanted to relax and be able to have fun, and I know that you do too. What if you found tools to manage your anxiety? What if you knew how to enjoy life even though you are anxious? Look, it's time to put down that third cup of coffee and swap it for some lemon water. We're going to get control over anxiety so it can stop controlling you. Let's go, girl. Sweet friends, I am so glad that you're here with me today. And I'm really excited to share with you something simple, simple, practical, easy to implement that can help with overwhelm. As anxious high achievers, I think that we tend to spend a lot of our time dealing on urgent matters. You're constantly responding, going, busy, but you're spending most of your time on those things that are important and urgent, but maybe not necessarily getting to the things that are important but not urgent. And if you don't deal with them soon, they might become important and urgent. And there's they're kind of those things that nag on you that when you think of them, you think to yourself, oh, I need to do that. I want to do that. I should do that. But then you don't actually get around to doing it. So here's what I have done over the last quarter or so in my own personal life business work, and it has been incredibly helpful in moving the needle on getting me out of overwhelm by getting me into that quadrant of work that is important and not urgent. So it's so simple. It's so simple. You might almost laugh at it, but I suggest that you hang in here with me and give it a try. So what I have done is I have made a commitment to work on these things. Now, not just a mental commitment that I'm going to work on it. I'll plug it into my calendar. No, no, that's not going to work out. You and I both know that if you pencil it into your calendar, the important urgent things are going to crowd it out. Instead, the commitments I've made have included one of two things. Either I'm scheduling time on my calendar to work on the important and not urgent thing with somebody who's relevant, like for example, a colleague who might be involved in a project. I'll ask them, hey, Monday, can we meet at 10 o'clock for an hour to work on XYZ project? Then I am committed to them for that time. And I have been much less likely to cancel. And when I sit down, we actually make 
progress on the project that we're working on. And the second thing that I have done is making commitments um, in terms of making a promise to somebody. Like, I am going to deliver you XYZ by this date, or I'm going to host a get-together on this date, and so it forces me to do the work that I need to do on those things that are important but not urgent so that I meet that deadline or commitment that I've set for myself. And again, I know these things sound really, really simple, but I'll tell you what, they have moved the needle in some major ways on some things that have been important but not urgent to me, and it feels so good. And it hasn't completely and utterly hindered my ability to deal with the important and urgent, and it's also brought me more of a sense of calm and definitely much less overwhelm because now I have tried and proven to myself that I have a way to make this work. I can work these important but not urgent things into my calendar, into my time, into my life. I can make progress on them. They're not hanging over my head anymore. They're not nagging me. I'm not shooting myself. I should do this. I should have done it. I should have done it by now because I'm slowly making progress. And that trust and confidence that I have built in myself is priceless and I think is also leading to this lessened feeling of overwhelm that I have. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. I would highly encourage you to give this a try yourself. Choose something that is important to you but not necessarily urgent, maybe something that you've been putting off, and Put it on the calendar, either in terms of a block of time to work on it with somebody else or a commitment to having it to somebody or having something scheduled so that it's a deadline that you have to get it done by a certain date and time. And if you are thinking to yourself, well, I don't have colleagues to work with or I don't have a project to do with somebody and I can't necessarily make a time commitment, maybe consider scheduling a co-working session. I know that there are paid services where you can co-work with people or just grab a friend and say, hey, I need to get this project done. Can we meet via Zoom for one hour on Friday at 10 a.m. and co-work together? I need somebody to hold me accountable, and I bet you someone else would be thrilled to work with you on it. If you are interested in doing something like that, I would encourage you to come over to my free Facebook group. The link to join is in the show notes. I would love to see the members in the community have co-working sessions together, hold each other accountable. It's a really incredible community of just high achieving, fantastic women who are kind and supportive and just want what's best for one another. They're committed to their own personal growth and to encouraging each other. So if you are interested in that, come to the show notes, click the link, join the group, and let's talk about maybe doing some accountability co-working sessions. That's all I have for you today, sweet friend. I'm so glad that you joined me. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Hey friend, thanks for being here. Did today's episode help you feel more in control of your anxiety? Did it inspire you to rest or relax? Or maybe it challenged you to really look at why anxiety is a part of your life. If so, I'd love to hear from you. If you would take 30 seconds, pause this episode, scroll down in Apple Podcasts, and leave me a review, I would be so grateful. See you next week. 
Disclaimer, I am not a medical professional and this podcast is not providing therapy or medical treatment. Contents of the podcast are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult your healthcare provider with your health questions and concerns.